Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Aerial Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Aerial Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. What's up, tribe? Hello, tribe. We are back. We're here. Hope everyone's having a great day. Yeah, we're. Uh, it's been a minute. We've been a couple weeks there. Busy. It's the holidays. You're traveling and working, and yeah. I've been coaching wrestling, which is taking a lot of time. Turns out, <laughs> we do a lot of our recording on the weekends, and um, wrestling tournaments happen on weekends. So here we sit, going. It seemed a little bit like our schedules have been opposites. Yeah, like trying and so trying to sync up a time where we can be together has been difficult. But we're here. We're here. And uh, we're and, excited about today's topic. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be a good one. We so we've been talking a lot about gratitude and specifically um, gratitude is a piece of our invitation. And that if you don't know this, the eighty-seven day invitation that's on our website is really kind of the the foundation upon which all of the aerial tribe is built this is the goal for us even in having the podcast is that you would get connected in and experience the invitation yep. and so there's seven pieces to that invitation and, and gratitude is one of those and and we've been talking a lot about gratitude as a piece of that as these daily seven daily habits that you have to do uh, for 40 days then you have a forced seven day break and then you have an additional 40 days with a twist all that's on our website aerial-tribe.com you can find all that out there's a journal there actually that you can download yeah um, everything that you need there and if 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 you don't get if you have questions after you've looked at all of that stuff then please email us um, and we we will get you uh, the any of the questions answered that you need to have answered on that. But today what we thought we would do is talk about another, a second of our seven um, daily habits of the invitation, and that's uh, generosity, uh, which what we hope for is that each day you will find some way to be generous. Now, when we talk about generosity, does that include money? Yes. Is it only money? No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, and so when we're talking about generosity, broadly speaking, we're talking about ways to give of yourself to make someone else better. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Money, time, you know, just anything along those lines. And I, and I think as we begin to frame this up, and I think this is kind of the heart of the invitation, these are tools, right? Mm -hmm. So we talk about you know, reading or working out. You're like, those are tools that are, are moving you closer to a better future self. Yeah. And, and we talked about gratitude, but now this generosity, just in that context, this is a great tool to, uh, when you start giving of your time and yourself or resources, it's amazing that feedback loop. We know that, but um, we just want to be intentional about it. Yeah. I, and I, I'm going to ask you this question. This I was actually thinking about this on the way to record today. Um, when you think about, because in our intro, it says we want you to become the best version of yourself, mind, body, and spirit. When yeah. you think about that, what is that, generally speaking? Like, specifically for you, there's some 
anchors to it. But what generally speaking, what are we asking people to do? I think we're asking people to take a holistic perspective, right? You know, I mean, you're saying just overall, yeah. right? So yeah. I, I think it's a matter of getting back to the invitation. I would, I, I think I would say each one of these kind of checklists or things you need to do has a certain level of concentration of, well, I'm going to go work out. Well, people might view that from a physical perspective, but what does that do to you mentally and spiritually? <laughs> it awakens you, right? right? Um, reading, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not going to you know, physically move the biceps, but that might have more of a direct impact to your spirit and your mind, which wants to fuel your body yeah. right, to go move. And so I think that that's what our hope is. Our hope is that these tools, these collection of of things that we can do as human beings moves us to a better future self. Yeah. And I, I, I want to, what I, are your I, thoughts on that? Well, I want to take the time to have, have this conversation because yeah. I think when you start saying, well, you got to exercise 30 minutes a day, every day, mm-hmm. no, no days off for 40 days. And then, and then another 40 days people are like, well, you want me to be a CrossFit champion? Not unless you want to be, right? Yeah. Like the the goal of that isn't that, but the truth is, like this morning, for example, um, I got I went out on my run. It was a mental battle for me to go run. Now physically, I'm better for the run, but it was a mental battle Pressing for me to do it, that. Yeah. So I'm also better mentally because of that. So these seven habits that we have aren't they don't live in a bubble. They they affect you as a whole person. Uh, and these are specifically selected as things that will help you become a better version of you, whatever that is. Correct. Like when you stand and look at yourself in the mirror, what do you want to become? Regardless of how you answer that question, the invitation will help you get there. Correct. And so that's why that's why we do these things. And generosity is a big piece of that. Um, and I think leaders ultimately exist to elevate everyone around them. I think that's why God makes leaders. A lot of people develop themselves as leaders because they want to build their own empire, uh, their own world, their own checkbook, whatever. Um, But I think from God's perspective, leaders exist to elevate the people around them, um, to to help everybody up. Um, It's not a leader who tries to make themselves big by making other people small. Yeah. A leader makes themselves small by making other people big. And what they find out is that the interesting math is that in making myself small, I actually become bigger. That's, that's that dichotomy of, of leadership from God's perspective. And Jesus talks about that, right? He's like, um, if you want to be great in my kingdom, you serve everybody. Uh, Greatness is tied to serving other people. And it just is. Uh, and so you don't diminish yourself by putting yourself under others. You actually elevate yourself by doing that. And so, um, being intentional about that is really, really important. I wanted to tell a story today, uh, about generosity in my family. And I'm not sure if we've shared, we were talking about this. I, I we may have shared this I, on the may podcast, it, but it's worth sharing again. Yeah, it, it really is. It, and it really is connected to this idea of generosity and why is it so significant? Um, when my kids were 16, 14, 12, and seven, um, we decided that we wanted to teach our kids the value of generosity. And so um, what I did was we, we had a family meeting and I gave all four of our kids $5. And I said, this is my money. This, is, this was the qualification. This is my money that you get to have, but the, the one rule about it is you can't 
spend it on yourself. They were like, wait, what? <laughs> you're, you're, it was it was the funniest like befuddled look, yeah. you know, um, and I was like, yeah. So you can do whatever you want to with the money, but you can't spend it on yourself. You have to find a way to spend it on someone else. You have to find a way to make somebody else's life better with this. My sixteen-year-old daughter, who was very sixteen at the time, she just sat back in her chair and was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you know, this, this is dumb. What can I? What am I going to do with five bucks?" I said. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do with five bucks, but we're going to do it with five bucks. Let's let's see. Let's see what we do. Um, my my 12 year old at the time, and my youngest son, uh, he said to me, he said, I know exactly what I'm going to do with this. I said, really? He goes, yeah, I have a friend at school that's struggling and I'm going to give him this money. And I don't know how much it'll help, but every little bit helps. Right. And I said, that's true. Um, so that's what he did. It was really easy. My, my seven-year-old daughter, and what's interesting is my youngest two had the least difficulty finding ways to be generous, that, that, which I think is an important tool for you as a parent. If you're listening to this as a parent, teach the value of generosity very, very young in your kids. And then when they grow up, it won't be difficult. But the older they grow, before you start trying to instill that value, the harder it is because we just get ingrained in our own yeah. perspectives. Um, that's even, I find that principle to be true when people um, come to the church and they come to Christ as an adult rather than as a child. And then they start talking about like, what does the Christian life look like? And tithing becomes a really difficult practice because they've never, they've never done it before. And it feels yeah. like, gosh, it's so much money. Um, but it's, but what's interesting about that is like people who've been raised in the church and been taught the value of tithing. And since they were young have no trouble, like it's just, it's just easy. It just is what it is. Right. Yeah. Um, and tithing is really not the only source of generosity, but it's an example of how the younger we teach it, the, the value of generosity, the easier it is for people to actually cling on to it. So my seven-year-old daughter, uh, she said, um, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy a Starbucks gift card and I'm going to make a card for my teacher. And we were like, we love that. So she went to her teacher, gave her the card and told her this, the, told her teacher the story of what we're doing. And her teacher actually wrote a thank you card back to us and was like, that's incredible. Like, the, I, I love that you're teaching this value to your kids. Uh, my 12 year old son took him a cut or my 14 year old son took him a couple of days. But, um, what he did was he said, dad, I figured out how to spend my generosity money. I said, tell me all about it. He goes, well, uh, I took my friends, my th three closest friends at school, and we went to the to the snack shack at school during lunch, and I bought all <laughs> of us candy, and we all ate it. And I said, oh, you know what? Okay. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe not exactly what we wanted, but we're stepping in the right direction, right? Yep. So, uh, so that progress. was- Progress. Yeah. Making progress. It is. Now, my 16-year-old daughter, it took her two weeks. She held that money for two weeks, not knowing what to do. And then one day- she comes home from school and she says, dad, um, I spent my generosity money. I said, okay, uh, tell me, tell me what you did. She goes, well, I had to go into the library and return a book. And I went up to the librarian and I said, who has the largest late fee bill? And the librarian's like, you know, I can't give you that information. And she said, okay, I understand. But whoever it is, could you put this $5 on it? And the librarian said, why, why would you do that? 
So my daughter, my 16-year-old daughter, had to explain to the librarian why we're doing what we're doing as a family and, and why we're, we're looking to be generous because this is an important value. What's fascinating is by the end of that conversation, the librarian's in tears. It's like, I can't believe that you hmm. care about other people that way. Like, it's just really, generosity has this really profound effect. Yeah, it does. On the people around you. Like, and when we're talking about generosity, like service, like it can be simple, like holding a door. It can be sim- uh, more complex, like uh, we're going to pay a mortgage offer. You know, I, I don't know. You, you get to pick what that is, but it has a profound effect, not just on the people that you're generous to but on the people around you that are observing the generous act happening, yeah, it has a profound effect. And so um, she came, she came back and told me that what we did then was we got our kids together again. And I said, guys, there's a principle in the Bible. If you're faithful with little, you'll be given more. So I gave everybody $10 the next time I said, now you have $10. Let's see what we can do with it. And it was within two or three days. All of them had found what happened was, the focus of generosity, what it did for my kids. And this was in, at the time, I didn't know what the results were going to be because I'd never even heard of anything like this happening. Um, what happened was it was, um, it, it trained my children to look for the needs of the world around them and then try to find ways to meet those needs, which makes us better people. Yeah, it does. Like, I think that what the world needs isn't more people to point the problems out. The world needs more people who are able to do something about it or who are willing to step in and do yeah, something. Yeah, I was just going to say, you just said it. They got to be able to step in. It's almost like the moment you begin to exercise the generosity muscle, I, I actually think it's almost like the matrix. You, you begin to see a different world. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, hold on a second. There's so many ways that I can help. Um, and to the point, I mean, generosity is not writing just a check, um, you know, or, or paying for somebody's meal. It could be your time. Yeah. It can be your energy. It can be your words. You know what I mean? We have so much to give and offer, um, that, you know, you don't, you don't have to like have a monetary, you know, transaction in order for that to take place. And I think the other thing about generosity is then. Once somebody receives it, it begins to open their eyes to the matrix, so to say. Yeah. You know, like, wow, like, why would you do this? Yeah. You know, um, something that I've always done, I don't know why, I can't really trace it back, but just anytime I'm driving and there's somebody homeless, you know, I happen to have like maybe a couple dollars of change in my truck or if I'm with Jen, my wife, I'm like, hey, just whatever you got cash wise, you know, five bucks, sometimes 20 bucks. I've always given it to that person. And some people are like, why did you do that? They're on drugs or on booze. I'm like, it's not my job to judge that. I don't know what brings them there, but I just feel conviction that God's like, Hey, that's where you're going to find me. And what's really cool is my daughter recently is like, Hey dad, you know, I want to come up with like homeless bags. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, just be careful. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? In the sense, like, but my point on that is like, it's super cool to, you know, the impact that we have on others, because the moment you open up that window and expose them to that, they're like, Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that's there or, or see those opportunities. And right. so they're around all of us and, um, they can have a major impact. And I think when we go into this time of the year around Christmas time, you know, we talk a lot about gratitude and which is very much a, an actionable item, 
right? right. Like that is, that is that is taking action, and and so is generosity. Yes, you know, with the spirit of I'm expecting nothing back from this. Right, right. Like literally, I'm gonna give this to this person, and most likely never going to see that person again, or hear about how it might change, or maybe it didn't at all. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. but um, it's it's just one of those really powerful tools that again moves us back to the question you asked me, it moves us to the greater version of ourselves. Yeah. And I think if, if leaders exist to elevate the people around them, the greater version of yourself has to be an awareness of what's going on around you. Totally. And generosity forces that it's actually fascinating. And everybody that I've done the invitation with, which is in, it's in the tens of people (laughs) that I've, (laughs) that I've done it with, um, the, uh, everybody that's done it, has said, man, I've started serving people. I've started being generous and it's like, there's needs everywhere. Yeah, Everybody's like, it's the weirdest thing. And I don't know that it's like this miraculous, like all of a sudden I'm coming across all these people. They're always been there. Yeah, Those needs are already around us everywhere. We just need to look with eyes to see so that we can make a difference in the world. Yeah. And I mean, you know, even if some, you're listening to this, you're like, you know, I don't know the time or whatever, I guess the greatest place you can start is with your family. Yep. Hey, honey, like what, what can I do? Or can, you know, how can you surprise in a situation where it's demonstrating generosity with, you know, not anticipating anything back or, and, and, and what I love about your story is, is, the impact that that will have on generations. Yep. It, it just will. Mm-hmm. Like at some point they're, they're going to have kids and they're going to, I remember my dad gave me five bucks and yeah. I mean, the odds of that taking place again, I, I would say is high. Yeah. They actually still talk about that story. They still yeah. talk about that time period. You know, what's interesting is uh, one of the small groups in our church, like we shared that story in a sermon, one of the small groups in our church decided to do it. So each week they would bring a brown paper sack and and people would put money in it. And nobody knew how much anybody else was putting in. So some people put in five bucks Some people slip a hundred in there sometimes, you know, yeah. like you just whatever. So the, this, so each week a different person in the group got that sack. And by the next week's group, had to find a way to spin that in a generous way, yeah. which was kind of funny. I was like, that's actually a really great idea. That is um, cool. And some of them were like, you know, hey, you, uh, you, I'm going to do buy groceries for somebody in need. Some people were like, I'm going to leave a nice tip or whatever. Um, it, it, was, it was a lot. It was pretty creative how people found to spend that money. I can tell you this. Um, do, I was right in the middle of the invitation, and I walked out of the gym one day. And there was this lady walking across the parking lot and um, you could tell that her back was hurting her. Like just by the way she was moving, like her back was at least stiff. Yeah. And uh, she looked down and her shoe was untied. So she put her foot up on the curb and she was trying to bend over to tie her shoe and she couldn't. She couldn't tie. She couldn't do it. Like she couldn't bend over like that. And I was like really? <laughs> I hadn't done my act of service yet. I hadn't done Here my act of generosity. So I ran over and tied her shoe for her. Like, cool. it's a simple thing, but these things are in front of us yeah. all the time. If we're looking for it, if you're looking for it. And, and this is a piece of being a better version of us, regardless of the goals you want to achieve the position of job or whatever, being a good human yeah. is actually important. <laughs> 
it's more important than your job promotion. Yeah. Uh, and that that's the piece that I think generosity gives us is it gives us this perspective to see the needs of the world and then feel like we have a, an, a role in going out to meet those needs. Yeah. It, it you know, kind of put it in, in a different, you know, same context, but in a different environment. I mean, it's really creating a culture, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If you think about it, like you're, you're beginning to be a, a seed of, of generosity creates hope and excitement. And, and so when you plant yourself in your, in your home doing that, or in your business environment, you're creating a beautiful culture around you. And so you get to be known for that. Mm-hmm. And, and that it just forces change in, in a really positive way. When you begin to help somebody, you know, I'm going to put it in the business environment, like they're working on a project and, and you know, you can contribute or maybe, not, but you're able to help that person and help elevate that person, you know, with no, with nothing coming back which in the real world sometimes is not easy. People are like, no, I want to be known for what I contributed to and, and whatnot. But people know. People know you know, who, who helped give to something. People know based upon those results. And so I, I, the more I sit here and have this conversation, I just think how cool would it be if all the listeners did that? With, so if you've got kids, what if you did that this Christmas? Mm-hmm. Exactly what you did. Like no matter how old they are, cool. Like, okay, maybe give them 20 bucks and be like, here's how this is going to (laughs) work. I want to have a family meeting in two weeks. And you have two weeks to think about your $20, $10, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. especially during this time. You know, I think it'd be super neat to hear some stories come from that. Yeah. I, I, and what's fun is once you, once you get kind of bit by that bug, you actually want the opportunity to do it yeah. because it's kind of it's kind of incredible. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you another story. I had, I had somebody. Um, so as a pastor, people leverage me for their own quote unquote spiritual blessing, and sometimes that's in really unhealthy ways. <laughs> um, here's an example. The pastor uh, said I could do this. Yeah. So uh, I had somebody that sent me a check. They said they've been learning about. Um, sowing seeds of faith, which I have such a fundamental problem with, but that's another podcast. All right. Um, so, uh, they said, we wanted to sow a seed of faith. And so we're sending this check to you, not to the church. It was in my name, $2,000. And I'm like, like, I want to take a shower. This feels dirty. Like, ah, this is so terrible. What do I do with this? (laughs) Uh, so I sat around and thought about it. I asked some of my uh, my inner circle. I was like, "What? What do I do with this?" Yeah. You know? And they said, "Well, um, I don't know. Whatever you want to." And I was like, "Gosh, I gotta." So here's what we did. This was actually coming right out of quarantine. So spaces like um, hospitality, the restaurant industry had really been hit hard. Yep. Um, and they were just starting to reopen. So what we did was my wife and I, um, on two different occasions went out to eat and then left a thousand dollar tip, which was so fun. That's awesome. It was so much fun. Awesome. Just, just because it, I'm like, I'm not keeping a dime of yeah. this money. I don't want this for me. It just doesn't feel right, but I can use it to bless somebody. Um, and, and so knowing like we were like, where can we make an impact? And there was a lot of opportunity to make impacts in that time period. Mm-hmm. But, um, for us, it was like, where's a place where we can do that? We prayed about it. We felt like this was the space we wanted to go into. And, uh, we were able actually, um, one, one of the waitresses 
found me after that experience and told us how that money had changed like their financial position. They, they were going under in not recoverable ways That's and cool. that money put them back up to where they could be right. That's cool. Um, and I was like, that's, that's amazing. And we left it cash. So, so they couldn't say no to it. Right. Like they yeah. couldn't reject it on the credit card entry, but, um, it, it this is what generosity does. Number one, it doesn't have to start big. It doesn't have to start at a thousand dollars. It can start at five bucks, but it always grows yeah. because you get bit by this, this bug of like, there's so much need and I love the opportunity to give. And so it's a daily habit in the invitation. We want you to find those spaces, to hold doors for people, yeah. to say kind words intentionally. You have to do it intentionally because if you don't look for it intentionally, it'll accidentally not happen. Correct. Um, and so we want you to look for those opportunities. And, I, and that's why we put it in there is because we know what that is. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about principles of life, right? I feel like on this podcast, we're just trying to remind all of us what they are and that they're important for us to go about mm -hmm. institutionalizing inside of our daily practices. Mm -hmm. And this is just one of those. And again, you know, Christmas is here and we just came out of Thanksgiving, which is just a beautiful time to be grateful. And, and, and you, and you put gratefulness and, and generosity kind of next to each other, like kind of like this one, two punch, but it's almost in a lot of ways, like, you know, generosity can kind of be that right cross, like, boom. Okay. Because, because the, the, the level of energy you know what I mean? Of like, you know, moving into something, you know, paying that, you know, that big tip that you did or, or contributing your time to your neighbor that needs help with their yard because yeah. they can't do it or opening the door. The next time you're in the grocery store that you just pay for the groceries for the person in front, you know, I mean, th there's just so many things and ways that we can do that. Um, and, and also even in the workspace really when it, cause you know, a lot of us, you know, we're, we're working and we're around others. And so how do you, how do you move in with a spirit of generosity that changes the culture? Mm -hmm. You know, um, what a beautiful way to let people know you appreciate them. Yeah. You One know? of the things that I used to do all the time, uh, when I, when I went through coffee drive throughs was just to pay for the person behind me. Yeah, it's fun. It, it's, and, and I don't know them and there's not going to ever be a thank you for yeah. it. But that's my act. Of, like those acts of generosity have ripple effects. Whether you get to receive the feel goods from it or not yeah. is irrelevant. It it's me making the world a place that's worth living in, <laughs> and that matters. It matters. It matters. It matters. So, we encourage you to find ways. Even if you're not in the invitation, you should find daily ways to be generous uh, with your time, with your words, with your resources, with your energy. Uh, regardless of where that comes from, find ways to be generous to other people. You know, just as just as we're kind of brainstorming a little bit, I I, I kind of want to take your idea and expand it. Like so, because I know we have a lot of people that are business owners that listen mm -hmm. to this podcast. What if kind of a crazy idea? Like, what if you went to your employees with this concept and you gave them twenty bucks cash, and you just kind of had like a Christmas present? Like, hey, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna go do that, and um, I'm giving everybody twenty dollars cash. And, uh, next Friday, you know, we're going to get together. We're just going to kind of share stories, Yeah. you know, and you know, what did you do with it and what, did, what did you learn from it? Right. And that could be a pretty interesting thing to have happen in the kind of the culture of your, of your workshop. Absolutely. Work, sorry. Absolutely.
Yeah, that's a great idea. And I think uh, we would love to hear those stories as yeah. well. I mean, that that would bless us. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be cool. So if the, co- if the podcast has been a blessing to you, um, please forward it, share it, like it, rate, review the, the podcast. Um, that helps us follow us. That, that all is good for us. That would be your act of generosity. I was just going to say, thanks for the generosity <laughs> <laughs> towards us. So yeah. uh, thanks for doing that. If you have any questions or comments or ways that you choose to be daily generous, we'd love to hear those. You can email us, Jason at Ariel-Tribe.com or Aaron at Ariel-Tribe.com. Uh, or if you have any questions for or show ideas for us to tackle, we'd love to hear those as well. So uh, until next time, we'll be back soon with another great episode.